Hello, and welcome to episode 50 of Stay at Homer, the podcast where two British men uh, on coronavirus lockdown in the UK rewatch and review every episode of The Simpsons from the start. My name is Andrew Lowe. Yeah, I'm Tim Tucker. Yeah, episode 50. Yeah. So we thought we'd leave a yes. long gap between 49 and 50. Why, why did we do that, Andy, to prepare for the big show? Um, I think we just sort of um, got a bit burnt out by doing it, I suppose. Yeah. Just went, oh, that's, we've got other things to do, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, and it was summer, so we wanted to, you know, enjoy summer. And also it, it started to get back to a sort of normality, didn't it, for a minute there? Um, back then, yeah. The thing is, we've had loads of um, we've had we had lots and lots of emails and letters wondering yeah. where we were. Yeah. Um, uh, well, well, I say lots. Um, <laughs> but by by lots, I mean none, Tim. <laughs> so <laughs> not even one. It's uh, okay. no, not not even not a single person <laughs> said complained. <laughs> yeah. complained about where we were. Yeah, so. It's almost like we've never been away because <laughs> yeah, no one cares. That's that's nice to know. Yeah, um, it's quite liberating, yeah, isn't it? It is. It is liberating. And uh, well, here's. Yeah. I suppose this can't be a fiftieth special because there's there's really nothing special about it apart from the fact that we're we're right. back. Um, but I do feel slightly for the people who relied on us for coronavirus news, Andy. Because how how is there anywhere else they could have got their news in the meantime? Well, think? yeah. I was, well, I was going to say that. Um, when we started this back in April, was it? I think, mm. you know, there was. Um, do you remember when we when we started it? It was all kind of because of the lockdown and the coronavirus and yeah. um, stuff like that. And it's like a long time ago, isn't it? I mean, it does. I've, I've been really, I've been really busy, and um, mm. I mean, I, I assume it's. I mean, I assume that's all. That's all gone away. And I haven't really been watching the news because I assume they've all sorted that out. Is that right? Yeah, I, I think. Things are normal again. Yeah, it was yeah. just a blip, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because it, obviously it was really stressful for yeah. a small sort of amount of time. Mm. But it's know, as far as I'm aware, I haven't yeah. heard anything about it. Have you? As far no. as I'm aware, it's kind of gone. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a bit of a storm in a teacup. That I think it was. You know, fake news. Because I imagine the kind of adults in charge of the countries and stuff have managed to get yeah. on top of that. You know, yeah, globally, world leaders. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're all over it. Yeah, all over it. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty. Pretty sure that it's kind of, it's kind of got. I can't keep this up, Tim. I'm just, <laughs> I'm so depressed. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm really trying to keep it up. No, it's depressing. Yeah, so so it's a it's turned from uh, a disaster to into a catastrophe, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so somehow managed to do that, and we are in the second wave now, aren't we? Um, in fact, you might yeah. might we might call this the beginning of our second wave, Andy? Shall we? Because uh, we're not yeah, we're still on season idea. one, episode fifty. Yeah, but we're yeah. So welcome, welcome to the second wave of uh, Stay at Homer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's all worked <laughs> out as we knew it would. Um, Perhaps a slightly in poor taste, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We get complaints about that if anyone was listening. <laughs> yeah, I think Ofcom Ofcom will kick into overdrive. Yeah. Uh, I thought, but. but um, mm. It's quite apt episode, Homer Alone, isn't it? It's back to being Stay at Homer. Homer Alone is the episode we're talking about. Um, there's some sort of poetic symmetry about it. Yeah, and I tell you what, the kind of all the stress about the coronavirus and stuff like that, and the, you know, the I haven't been able to go away on holiday this year, Tim. Mm. And um, I tell you, 
I really wish I could just go away somewhere, you know, like a retreat or something to relax. Well, a sort of um, a ranch where you could relax somewhere, like. Well, yeah, I mean, some something similar, something that's kind of a little bit out of the way. Well, it's funny you should say that, Andy. Kind of because, relaxing, yeah. yeah because what? that's that's exactly what this episode's about. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Should, should we talk about The Simpsons? We are in, yeah, uh, yeah episode 50 of The Simpsons. Um mm. Which is actually episode what? Episode fifty of The Simpsons? No, it's it's the fiftieth episode, isn't it? But it's season three. Um, I'm gonna have to cut some of this. Season three, episode (laughs) fifteen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, season three, episode fifteen. Yeah, which starts with Homer chasing Bart through the house. Yeah, like Roadrunner. They used to do the beginning of Roadrunner. That's it. Yeah, that's the reference, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. and. um, but but actually, it's all part of a bigger tableau of Marge dealing with family life and the stress and strain of everyone shouting out for their sandwiches, um, Homer asking her to get a, a cap out of a bowling ball, all that stuff, isn't it? It's a, it's kind of what what your typical mother has to put up with in a during the morning. Yeah, her multitasking, um, just sort of changing the baby, making the sandwiches. Yeah, basically just maintaining everyone. Yeah, it's stressful, and um. You know, get it's compounded on this particular day by the kids missing the bus, uh, so she she has to take them in and having to take Homer's bowling ball from one side of town to the other because she gets the wrong nick. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I love the tipping point. Do you the crank call on the radio? Uh, yeah, it says it's um it's like those sort of prank calls where somebody calls somebody and says you know this has happened and yeah they call a guy and say your wife is dead. <laughs> Um, you can hear the chuckling in the background. <laughs> yeah, particularly witless uh, prank call. <laughs> he says, "What? Oh my God!" Yeah, she walked through a plate glass window. They say. <laughs> yeah, and obviously not funny at all. Not not at all funny. No, just just horrible. And I think that's yeah. that, that's the point when Marge Marge really uh, tips over and draws mm. to a halt on a bridge. Um, mm. She, the bus driver comes out to, to have a word and, and she roars like a, a lion in a trap cage and he flees quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it becomes an item, a news item. Um, mm. I've got to mention this lovely little gag. We mentioned it before, but there's the, the, uh, there's Arnie Pye, uh, who's, who's up in the, the helicopter, who usually does the traffic news. He, he's a struck lucky yeah. little news item. But they, they call his segment Arnie in the Sky. Surely, surely they must know "Pie in the Sky" is the perfect name for that. For that, yeah, segment. it's a great gag, isn't it? Yeah, it's a really lovely meta sort of gag. It goes but, so um, quick that you sort of miss it, but it's beautifully done. Yeah, um, yeah someone someone has missed the chance to call it "Pie in the Sky." That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kent Kent Brockman gets lowered down, doesn't he, to do an exclusive interview with his uh, helmet cam? Yeah. He, he's ramped it up full <laughs> drama. Um, One thing I noticed about this episode is. Um, I've been watching lots of later episodes. I'm on about season nine now. I've just Ooh. been piling through them all. Nice. And you'd really notice the difference later on where the pace is a little bit slower and the, the pace in this series at this point in the show um, mm. is much more based on uh, a sort of gag rate. Right. You know, a really high sort of gag rate yeah. where every single thing has to be funny. Every single thing has to be reaching for a gag. Yeah. Um, even the sort of lowering Kent Brockman down where he's, bump, he's sort of bumping against the side of the, um, the yeah. bridge. Just a bit of a slapstick gag. It's quite a bit more slapstick in this. Is that this, better this or worse, do you show. think? Does it? Is, is that... I don't mind it. I like. Yeah. I quite like it, but it's just sort of, um, 
it, it's good slapstick. You know, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. And um, and it's just as you sort of notice, they sort of they they kind of let go of that a little bit later on. They sort of are much tighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut to Homer, who's uh, at work, sit chuckling away on TV, saying, uh, <laughs> "Not getting enough of the good stuff at home, eh?" And uh, and of course, it's revealed yeah. it's Marge, which uh, ultimate yeah. embarrassment for done. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we bring him to the scene. He he gets given a megaphone and uh, asked to sort of try and calm her down because nobody else can talk her out of the car, can they? I like that Homer. Um, I like that Homer sort of tries to talk her down by suggesting they have sex later. <laughs> 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 he says maybe next later we can snuggle, which yeah, as we know is the euphemism for yeah. for sex. And I think everybody gets that, don't they? Because they all they all laugh on the bridge. Uh, he's he's basically making it making it worse, isn't he? Uh, rather than better. Yeah. I love his line here. He says, look, Marge, I can tell there's something bothering you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it takes that for him to sort of read the signs. <laughs> Showing his, his deep emotional intelligence. Anyway, he says, look, if you come out, I promise everything will be okay. But the minute she steps out, of course, um, Chief, Chief Wiggins says, cover, boys. So um, <laughs> mm. uh, she's arrested. Then we see a really good uh, good clash between Quimby and Wiggum, don't we? Yeah, Which is, that's uh, a nice moment. That, yeah. Um, yeah, which is something quite rare for Quimby because Quimby's quite one-dimensional and yeah, um, it's quite a well-written little clash between them. Where Quimby says he, he's, you know, we can't make an example of him because he's he's up to the chick vote. Yes, says, <laughs> which is very Donald Trump, isn't it? It is, yeah, um, exactly, yeah. And um, you know, just just the venality and the yeah, the sort of narcissism. I loved Chief Wiggum's uh, first line: "Is uh, this little bird will be cracking rocks by the end of the week." <laughs> Yeah, he's really yeah, he's really got of... a hard punishment in line for her, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But they clash, and then um, and then later on, Homer's kind of like, "Oh well, all's well that ends well," and just assumes <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> falls asleep, and then she sees this fantastic ad, yeah, TV ad for um, Rancho Relaxo, which is manages yeah. to sort of take aim at that kind of in the, that American sort yeah. of Vegas style appropriation. Of yeah. something, of some kind of historical angle, which is undeserved. Yeah, it's built on Spanish land or something, isn't it? I think there's some flimsy, yeah. flimsy reason why. <laughs> yeah. So, because there's no history in America, so they're just kind of trying to appropriate it wherever, wherever vaguely possible. There's a guy on a horse, like a sort of conquistador type guy <laughs> with a big suit of armor on and Spanish, yeah. Spanish looks. Yeah. And um, he sort of jumps into the pool from the horse, doesn't he? And has to swim around. <laughs> Put in full suit of armor, and then, <laughs> <laughs> um, they're yeah. just really playing up this kind of really tenuous, yeah, historical uh, angle, sort of cultural yeah. link, yeah. And it's got a nice little, um, it's got a nice little tagline, which is "You can't spell relaxo without relax." Yeah, <laughs> just in case you didn't it's spot quite, that. Yeah, it's quite poor, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you so, also can't spell it without spelling chore. Tim. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, somebody should have pointed that yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, which is um, this doesn't quite quite work for him. <laughs> so, so Marge suggests to, to Homer uh, about vacation. He gets the wrong end of the stick, and uh, there's a nice little moment yeah. where he points to we already went on vacation. There's a picture by the bed. That little um, that yeah. little trope they do of him holding Bart holding... over a bottomless pit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a quite there's a couple of good um homer hehehe moments in this episode yeah well i, re- I really like the hehehe he he, where he just kind of has a little chuckle to himself 
Yeah. There's a, there's a great one coming up, actually. Carry on, sorry. Yeah, no, so, um, but he gets the wrong end of the stick because she's actually talking about going on her own and uh, he's a bit freaked out, but you yeah. know, she talks him into it. Um, Patty and Selma can take the kids um, and she'll go off to Rancho Relaxo. So uh, obviously that's pretty traumatic for the kids, Patty and Selma, isn't it? The um, the whole idea of staying with them for a few days is a nightmare for them. Yeah, aren't they staying at the, the apartments for single yeah. living or something? Can't yeah. Um, Maggie won't go. She holds on to the door frame, and uh, so yeah. Ben has to has to keep hold of her. Lisa says, "I wish I'd thought of that." Um, <laughs> just, just hold on. <laughs> um, but there's a lovely segment, isn't there, in Rancho Relaxo? Where we get Troy McClure, of course, and uh, he says, it's t- you, may, "You may know me from Today We Kill, Tomorrow We Die." Definitely want to see that. Um, yeah, uh, and Gladys, the groovy mule. <laughs> <laughs> Showing the range of his uh, his CV. Yeah, I think because there's always an indication he's in these sort of 70s, hit, slightly hippie, like love bug type movies, aren't there as well? He does those as well. Yeah, so. that he's, that he's sort of washed up. That he's, you know, his yeah. heyday is long, long gone. Oh, yeah. He's now ultimately yeah. famous for being famous. That's right. <laughs> being nearly famous. He also talks about yeah. the finest European erotica later on in the evening, doesn't he? <laughs> um, and he sort oh, of- yeah, but he says, but the, you see the movie selection, which is Thelma and Louise... Yeah, the happy little elves meet Fuzzy Snuggleduck, yeah. and the erotic awakening of S. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love the fact that they've tried to cover all the bases there. That's <laughs> true, but you can only In hope the kids films. don't fall asleep during the the Happy Little Elves movie and yeah. wake up to the erotic awakening of S. That that would be a yeah. nightmare, wouldn't it? Um, would. Yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, Homer's feeding Maggie. He does a little puppet yes. show. Um, <laughs> no, I love I love the Homer and Maggie scenes. It's probably one of my favourite bits of the episode. I think. Yeah, they're where great. he's basically left with Maggie alone, and he, he says to her, "Mommy went crazy and went far, far away trying <laughs> to explain to Maggie what's happened." <laughs> That's his summary. Yeah. <laughs> That's ultimately what he does believe, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. And I like the bit where he's trying to feed her from the jars and she won't have it, and he goes, "Look, it's really tasty." And eats a bit himself. Classic, you know, parent tactic. Yeah. Um, but then she goes, oh, maybe. But then he holds it away from her and goes, no, no, and then finishes it himself. Yeah. And you see he's got loads of jars that he's already like, – <laughs> clearly it's like he's got like an eating disorder. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and and brilliantly, um, Barney comes over to help out. Oh, that's great, um, isn't it? Yeah. And he's like, he says, oh, if it isn't a little boss. Yeah. Um, and then he picks he picks Maggie up. Uh, and says, oh, someone smells stinky. Yeah. Oh, it's me. He sniffs on bits. <laughs> it's a, gr- it's a great but, twist to have Barney over because that's what Homer is, would do. Yeah. Absolutely right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he also says, it's time, he comes in and says, the, my hair, hair, my, it's time for your 9 a.m. feed and looks oh. at his watch and it's 11.45. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> yeah, he's really tough with himself, yeah. <laughs> it's just really negligent. <laughs> Yeah, I think he, he thinks it's a great win that he's managed to get two hours kip in. Yeah, but of course that's the moment he discovers yeah. she's gone, isn't it? So that's a yeah. should be a, le- a lesson for him because um, mm. she's disappeared, as we've seen, into the night chasing what looks like Marge, Marge's mm. hair. <clears throat> yeah, actually, she crawls over Barney, doesn't she? I love it in the morning when he says, "Oh, you want a bad night? Try sleeping on one of these." <laughs> it's like a massive sort of pointed shell. <laughs> He must have been built well out of it, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so Maggie's going to all the places Marge went, in, which is a nice little um, sort of throwback, isn't it? A nice little echo. Yeah. He, she, she's remembered all the places they went in that, that morning. 
Meanwhile, Homer's basically can't find her, so he calls the the missing baby line. There's a missing baby line. I, f- I find that quite yeah, but chilling. <laughs> and ironic hold music with yeah. um, Baby Come Back by Player. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> sort of rubbish soft rock. Yeah, he he, he breaks down in tears at, at hearing it, as you would. Uh, yeah. And that, you know, that's just as you as we said. Someone before, hasn't thought that through. No. <laughs> yeah, as we said before. Yeah, if someone hasn't thought that through, they've. It's totally no the wrong music. On. This yeah. is the department missing babies. The people on this line that might be triggering for them. <laughs> <laughs> Just might. If, if the song "Baby Come Back" is the whole music. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Marge is relaxing in the tub. Her hair's down now. I think it might might be one of the first times we've seen her hair down. And um, she's watching yeah. Troy McClure on the TV. Who said, "If you if you uh, he makes another movie reference here because he says if you if you haven't find anything that so far, then you know as I said in calling all Quakers." Uh, have it your way baby um yeah <laughs> it's one of his best it's like a sort of um yeah a bit of a i frankly i don't give a damn sort of moment isn't it yeah but it's um i like the fact that she orders a chocolate fudge sundae cheesecake tequila yeah the whole um, bottle of tequila the bar. yeah yeah watches the telly and um yeah it's not sustainable that lifestyle is it really? No, but she's spoiling <laughs> herself, and she's sort of—I mean, she never yeah. does that, Marge, does she? That's that's more Homer territory, all that. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think she deserves it. We all know she deserves it for for the life she's living. Because um, because not only has Homer been like negligent, he's also just lost a baby. Uh, he rings her up and says, hey, "What? Yeah. How would you feel if I told you the dog had run away?" She's like, "That's awful." He's like, oh, "It's okay. Yeah. The dog hasn't run away, but he can't bring himself to tell her that Maggie's gone." <laughs> But uh, Chief Wigan finds her um, by a big ice cream cone that looks like Marge, basically. So she's she's finally fallen asleep by this huge ice cream cone that's that resembles Marge's hairdo. I like the bit where she um, <clears throat> she sees a guy dressed as a uh, like a bearskin helmet. Oh yeah, uh, like a British sort of guard thing. Yeah, uh, again another bit of America appropriating some some someone else's history or culture. Yeah, yeah, with a terrible uh, British accent. This, yeah. Terrible British accent, and he says to a guy, "It's like Buckingham Palace lube job or something like a garage, <laughs> yes. um, just with just a Union Jack written on it." There's nothing about it uh, that's British, is there? No, it's, it's just it's just a blatant attempt to appropriate a bit of Britishness. Yeah, uh, and he goes, he says, "Give you a lube job, governor or something." Yeah. And we get that surly man. We've mentioned it before. We mentioned it with Jaden when Jaden was a guest, and yeah, yeah, the guy who just walks past and says, "Don't touch me," yeah. or "You sickened me," or something. Yeah, <laughs> he's great, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, so she goes on a little adventure, but finally, Chief Wigan finds her um, by the ice yeah. cream cone that looks like Marge's Marge's hair, and I, I, he yeah. seems to think she's trying to commit suicide, which is a bit bit uh, dark, but. Managed yeah. to, to get her back and return her to Homer. Mm. Um, yeah, they, they sort of gloss over this a bit, don't they? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's uh, really about showing Homer's incompetence. Yeah. And they they sort of gloss over it and make sure that Maggie Maggie's comes, comes back safe. And, yeah, but it, it works. quite cartoonish. It works quite nicely. And then, um, yeah. of course, uh, Marge turns up back at the train station with... Uh, with a nice picture of the family, which she lowers to see the family looking exhausted and tired. Um, yeah. We hear Homer begging her never to leave again. 
Um, I like the kids clinging to Homer's legs. Yes. <laughs> when they when he goes to collect them for Patty and Selma. See, now we haven't talked much about that, but basically the the other subplot is Patty and Selma and the kids and their their horror of having to sleep in the same bed as um each of the two mm. sisters. Uh yeah. Which works quite nicely. Yeah, it's really horrible. Remember that when you're a kid and yeah. you're so used to your family <laughs> sort of family setting and you you have to stay with some like an aunt or a or you know grandparent or something and it's just not right, is it? No, even the food. They, they, they say eat up your tongue sandwiches yeah. and there's these sandwiches uh, with tongues lolling out of them. <laughs> yeah, it's just hideous. <clears throat> yeah, well, no, I, had, I had sort of, you know, relatives I stayed with when I was a kid and they would eat weird yeah. post-war things like tongue and yeah. tripe. Yeah. Just hideous shit like that. Parts of the body you really <laughs> don't want to be eating, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, that you sort of recognise that pain, don't you? And, yeah, she's... The thing is, she comes back and um, you, you want to sort of, did you have a lovely time? I hope you had a nice relax. Mm. Are you feeling better? But instead, Homer just goes, never leave again. Yeah. yeah never right. leave again. <laughs> <laughs> that's her first and last vacation on her own, I think, because basically because he can't cope. <laughs> um, yeah. The coda, there's a nice little coda with Marge and the family in bed, isn't there? Which wraps up a yeah, very warm lovely. episode. I think, you know, we talked about the heart of The Simpsons. And there's lots, oh, yeah. lots of that in this yeah. episode. Um, the whole family are in the, the double bed. Um, yeah, it's a lovely ending, yeah. yeah. Mm. And uh, you just see that, again, you see that family togetherness. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think it's important that they that you see that. Yeah, she's appreciated at last, isn't she? That's, yeah. that's the right ending. <clears throat> yeah, ultimately, the lesson the lesson they learn is how, how much, um, how important Marge is. <laughs> Yeah. And how much she actually does for the family, and yeah, um, it's her absence that makes them appreciate that. And but, but they they play that out with a lot of humour. Yeah, um, you know, you see you see the extremes of Homer is, and you see um, sort of the Patty and Selma option, and you see um, just Maggie being being kind of lost without yeah. without Marge. So you, and then when they're all brought together again, you know, you do realise that. You did get. I think they want to give you the sense that they all realise how much they've appreciated her. Yeah, um, and Bart says he'll but, he'll do the chores, so that there's at least lip yeah. service to helping her out in future. So yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like a lateral sort of lesson learned, isn't there? Exactly. Not. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, sadly, we know it doesn't really pan out. Though. No, of course not. No, it's The Simpsons, but <laughs> but it's a nice end, yeah. end to this episode and this this um, theme, if you like. So. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm intrigued, Andy, as to what you're going to give it in terms of um, a, a score. Yeah, I think it's good to see Marge in that role where you know you see her as this kind of super mom sort of character, um, and you realise you sort of realise how crucial Marge is to the show as well. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because yeah. she is sort of like the calm little centre um, with these extremes of this kind of um, sort of brattish misbehaving sort of boy uh super super brainy sister kind of you know a little baby and this kind of idiot homer yeah lovable idiot and she you realize how much she is that kind of calm little center of that world you know absolutely yeah um, it makes the viewer um appreciate her more yeah, as well when you, yeah when you take her away you just see how how it's sort of it's all a bit of a mess really yeah um <laughs> Well, I like it. I love it. I love this episode. I've always liked it. Mm. And when I was re-watching it, I realised how much it's one of those episodes that I pretty much sort of know 
you know, yeah. just yeah. so well. Yeah. I, I, I almost don't need to be watching it. I can just, just hearing it, I know what's happening. You know, I know it so well. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's uh, beautiful. You know, I think what we're trying to do, as we've always said in these, in this, is to kind of review based on our heart, not, not in a kind of like analytical sense too much. Yeah. With certainly with the final rating. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a nine. Yeah. I'm yeah. a, I'm I'm with you on a nine. I was close to a ten. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's a, it's a it's a wonderful episode, and it's it's the pure heart of the Simpsons. Um, so, I think yeah. you get the caricature version of Homer. That's that's the one thing about it. And although that's funny, you do get you do get some extremes, and um, um, <clears throat> you don't quite get the subtlety that sometimes you get from some of the great Homer episodes. That's true. Um, so it's a little bit sort of cartoonish in places you know you sort of go well that would never happen that would never happen either that would never happen either right. so there's, there's maybe a little bit of the show just trying out the extremes and testing the boundaries a bit uh, yeah. and not everything is as plausible as everything else if you see what i mean it's yeah. a little bit of a kind of bit uneven yeah um but personally it's a nine out of ten you know it's just a total episode i really love yeah i love it too we should we should give credit. We didn't credit um, David Stern for writing Homer Alone. Um, he wrote Bart gets an F, Principal Charming, uh, and he goes on to write Camp Krusty, which is one of the great episodes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, and okay. Duffless, he writes Duffless. So fuck. So he's written some amazing episodes. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Who is this man? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking immediately pestering on Twitter. Yeah. Um, this is only his third written episode, so that's that's pretty pretty good. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, that was a joy to, to to be back and to be rewatching Simpsons. And um, you know, if you if you have missed us, yes, then uh, then we're back. Let us uh, know somehow. So. Give us give us some sort of signal that you appreciate us in yeah. some way. Yeah. And we'll um, we'll be back more regularly now, won't we, Andy? That's that's the key. That's the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so now summer's over. Yeah. And. Um, uh, the autumn leaves are falling to the ground, Tim, aren't they? They are. So, You're getting quite poetic <laughs> there, Andy. Yeah. Sense, uh, sense of melancholy. <laughs> um, your Keats-like uh, reverie. <laughs> um, yeah. And we're, we're looking full throttle into a second wave. So, you know, this is this is where we thrive on this podcast, isn't it? We're in mm. lockdown. So, uh, yeah, it should be, should be a good stretch yeah, for us. Yeah, shut away in our houses. Yeah. Um, not really going out as much as we can, as, as you know, being suspicious of everyone. Um, yeah, that's the world we live in at the moment, isn't it? Plunging into a doom laden scenario of of a double whammy of uh, seasonal affective disorder and lockdown. It's a, it's a yeah, and uh, and four more years of Donald Trump. Yeah, essentially. yeah. So it's all it's all so good. That, that'll be a nice boost to the at the end of the year. We're, we're just the cherry <laughs> on top of all that, aren't we? Um, so uh, yeah, as, as the world as the world crumbles around us all, yeah. Um, yeah, we're the cherry on top of that crumbling yeah. world. Well, if you do want to, if you do want to send us a message at Stay at Home Pod. I think it's Stay at Home Pod at Gmail dot com. That's something fun. like that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's Stay at Home dot com, isn't it? No, Stay at Home Pod dot com dot com. Yeah. It's all on there. Yeah, over there, that's a website. There's not much on it. It's just a list of the episodes, to be honest. But, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there are, there's contacts on there. There's contacts. But, yeah, yeah it's, 
stay, stay safe. Don't you know? Wear a mask. Mm. Be respectful of people around you. You know, don't be selfish. Vote for the right person. Um, yeah, all that. Vote the right person. Yeah, yeah. Whatever your political leanings might be. Yeah. Um, uh, don't don't vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, we don't, we we like to say apolitical here. Yes, next time. See you next time. See you next time.